podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com on social media at mainlyplants. You can also email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. If you don't follow my Instagram, be sure to go there and follow it. I got some good stuff there. Uh, if you haven't checked out the website, check out the website. Go ahead and click on those uh, little links in the navigation menu. Explore a little bit. Shop some stuff that I recommend. You can shop Mainly Plants Apparel. You can get to Amazon, Amazon Prime, all that kind of good stuff. So, this episode is brought to you by the Asobu Water Infuser Bottle. This thing is pretty rad. So, for those of you who listen to the podcast for a long time or have been following me for a while now, you know that I hold infuser bottles uh, to a high standard. I have had my own made for the Mainly Plants podcast and Mainly Plants brand, but I ran out of them so fast. I think I ordered like I think I ordered like 50 or 70 of them, and they went pretty fast. And I, I the thing that I hate about most infuser bottles is that, number one, the little container to put the stuff in is tiny, and it usually screws into the cap, which means that it's a, you know at the top of the water bottle. So when you start drinking it, it's no longer in the water, so it's no longer infusing, which is super annoying. And the third thing that it's mostly annoying with water infuser bottles is that they're just like kind of this crappy plastic that really doesn't have any durability or style to it. Well, this thing, this Asobu, is really cool looking. It comes in a variety of colors. It is 100% leak-proof. It is made out of uh, steel, stainless steel. And um, the middle part where you put the, the um, you know, herbs or fruit or vegetables or whatever you're going to soak in there is BPA-free. It's a little clear, um, like plastic, almost, it's, it's really durable. It's almost like glass, but it's, it's like a plastic um, window. Uh, you guys really need to head over to uh, asobubottle.com. And you can see all the different products they have. But what we're talking about today is infuser bottle. You can also go to uh, Amazon and type in Asobu. It's A-S-O-B-U. Again, that's A-S-O-B like boy, U. Uh, infuser. And you can get it there. It is, again, double walled. So it stays cold for a long time. And it looks really, really rad. I, I, the most important thing to me is that the infuser is in the middle of the bottle. So you can drink it down and the stuff is still infusing. We all know the importance of staying hydrated. It gets boring from time to time. And infusing your water is a great, if I can't speak today, infusing your water is a great way to get your hydration in, but also get some flavor. And you also get trace nutrients from whatever you're infusing, whether it be cucumber or mint or basil, or oranges, or lemons, or any combination thereof, be sure to check out the Asobu Bottle. It's A-S-O-B-U-Bottle.com. You can also find them on Amazon Prime. With that, let's move on to the topic of today's podcast, which is fish. Fish live in the water. That ties in with the water bottle. God, I'm good at this kind of stuff. So, you know... Is fish a healthy food? 
it's it, the question is compared to what, right? You know, I get a, a lot of people who say, you know, I don't eat any meat, I don't eat any dairy, but I can't give up seafood. It's I love seafood so much. It's so good for you. There's healthy fats and all this kind of stuff. And I'll tell you what, seafood was the last thing that I gave up when I went vegan, when I made that transition. So compared to some of the healthiest foods, for example, fruits, vegetables, beans, whole grains, etc., fish are low in antioxidants and phytonutrients. They lack fiber, and they do contain some cholesterol and saturated fats. And we're talking about saturated animal fat, not saturated fats like you find in peanuts or in um, uh, avocados or other vegetables. So while the consumption of whole plant foods has been associated with longer protective telomeres, which are the tips on each of our chromosomes that keep our DNA from unraveling and fraying, they keep us young and youthful, they prolong your life. In contrast, consuming refined grains, soda, dairy, and meat, including fish, has been linked to shortened telomeres, which again is a sign of aging. It's your cells that are aging. So unless somebody has access to a time machine and they're able to teleport back to the days before the Industrial Revolution, fish will remain the leading source of many toxic pollutants. So in 2012, researchers published an analysis of the diets of kids aged 2 to 7. Um, children are thought to be especially vulnerable to chemicals in the diet because they're still growing and uh, have uh, comparatively greater intake of food and fluids relative to their weight. So that's why they use children. So chemicals and heavy metals in kids' bodies from the foods they ate were indeed found to exceed safety levels by a larger margin um, than in adults. The cancer risk ratios, for instance, were exceeded by a factor of up to 100 or more. So for every child studies, studied, benchmark levels were surpassed for arsenic, which is um, obviously terrible for you, um, a pesticide, a banned pesticide called um, dialdrin, and uh, potentially highly toxic industrial byproducts called di dioxins, which I'm sure you guys have heard of. Um, they were also too high for DT DDE, which is a byproduct of DDT, which we all know is a um, terrible, terribly toxic um, pesticide. So which foods contributed the most heavy metals? Well, the number one food source of arsenic was poultry among preschoolers, and for their parents, it was tuna. So what was the top source for lead? That's dairy. For mercury, it's seafood. Eating just a single serving of fish each week during pregnancy, for example, can lead to more mercury in their infant's body than injecting them directly with about a dozen mercury-containing vaccines. So if you're an anti-vaxxer but still eat um, seafood, you're kind of poking holes in your own argument. And I kind of wish I didn't say that now because now I'm going to get an influx of anti-vaxxer emails. Um, that's a debate for another time. I'm just making a point. Okay. So where in the food supply are these pollutants found? Well, today, most DDT comes from meat um, and particularly fish. The oceans seem to have become essentially a sewer, a waste ground for humanity. Everything eventually flows into the sea. 
The same is true when it comes to dietary exposure to PCBs, which is another set of banned chemicals. A study of more than 12,000 food and feed samples across 18 countries found that the highest PCB contamination was found in fish and fish oil, followed by eggs, dairy, and then other meats. The lowest contamination was found at the bottom of the food chain in plants. Surprise, surprise, once again, plants are the most nutritious sources for your body. They have the least amount of pollutants. Um, there was another pesticide called hexachlorobenzene, if I remember it correctly. Um, and it's, it was banned nearly a half century ago. And today, you can find it mainly in dairy and meat, including fish. Now, perfluorocarbons, or PCFs, were over, overwhelmingly found in fish and other meats. The contaminants in fish may help explain studies showing an association between fish consumption and diabetes. So in order to lower our pollutant exposure, we should try to eat as low on the food chain as possible, meaning plants. Now, the bigger the fish that you eat, the more pollutants are going to be in it. It's just, again, it's the food chain. So say you have, you know, a minnow with some pollutants in it, and then, uh, you know, a, a bigger fish than that eats that. So now there's more pollutants from the bigger fish and the minnow, and then a third fish eats those two previous fishes. So now that third fish has three chains of pollutants in it. And then finally, say a tuna eats, you know, the, the bigger fish. So you're getting the pollutants from the tuna when you're eating tuna, but also every other fish that that tuna ate. It's just not safe. It's the, the unfortunately, the oceans, the seas, the rivers, the streams have become highly polluted areas on our, on our world. So when you're eating stuff from there, um, you are eating a lot of pollutants. Industrial pollutants, industrial waste runoff, heavy metals, um, pesticides, and, and, and the same rings true for fish farms. Fish farms, you're getting less nutrients from the fish, and you're also getting a ton of uh, pollutants from the ground. So if you really are concerned about it, you should stay away from seafood. Now, you might be thinking, like, what about my omegas? How am I going to get my fatty acids? Well, there's plenty of plant-based foods to get fatty acids. Um, just off the top of my head, chia seeds, um, stuff like that. But if you are looking for a supplement for omegas, there are vegan supplements made out of algae. And you might be thinking, well, algae is from the ocean. Well, they have algae farms, and they have their, they can be um, processed, or they can be grown in a way where they're not sitting in groundwater. They're sitting in tanks that have not been exposed to um, pollutants. It's just healthier all the way around. So if you're looking for a good uh, omega-3, get a hold of me. Contact me. I can shoot you out some different brands you can try. Um, but if you are you know, a pescatarian or you are transitioning vegan and seafood's the last thing to give up, listen, I, I understand. I've been there before. But you got to think about your health. So... I mean, what else can you say, really, other than give up the seafood? You'll you'll feel better, and most of all, you you know you're going to have this longevity where later in life you're still going to be feeling great. You know, I mean, what's it comes down to? What's more important? 
Do you want to live a long, happy, healthy life? Or do you want to be satisfied in a meal for, you know, a half an hour? Because you can't have it both ways. Um, unless you go vegan and then you are satisfied with every meal. It's really the transition that's the hardest part. You know, you think like, oh my god, I love crab and lobster and tuna and, and all this stuff and sushi and all this stuff. How can I ever live without it? And then you live without it and you're like, holy shit, that's easy. Like, why was it such a big deal? You've learned to love other stuff. You just have to break that that uh, that way of thinking. You know, it takes uh, six weeks to three months to break old habits and form new ones. So if you start today, in 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 six weeks, six to twelve weeks, you won't even care about it anymore. You know, I I I um, I quit seafood, and it was a long gap between my quitting seafood. And to when I went to Cancun for a friend's wedding. Excuse me, I had to take a drink. And you know, I'm in Cancun and they have like fresh fish tacos and fresh, fish ceviche everywhere. And, you know, it's straight out of the water, straight out of the sea. It's super fresh. And I'm thinking to myself like, man, you know, I, I can't, I don't know if I've ever had anything, you know, fish this fresh before. Maybe I should just try it and see how it is, you know. And, and just break my veganism for a day. You know, ethics ethics aside. So one of the people that I was with at the uh, the dinner uh, ordered some sort of fish ceviche. I think it was yellowtail. And I was like, can I, you know, can I have a bite? Can I try it? And they offered it to me. And I, I put it in my mouth, took one chomp, and the entire bite came right back out. It was so disgusting to me. And this person loved it. You know, they, it was, as far as Yelltail goes, it was good. But I'd been for so long without flesh in my mouth that the taste of it, the consistency of it, consistency of it totally grossed me out. And it just re-solidified to myself that this was the right choice. And no, I don't miss it. And, you know, six weeks to three months is not that long of a time in the grand scheme of things to give up something and to, to uh, you know, overcome the, the hurdles of craving it to the point where you don't want it anymore. And you now you crave things like salad and tofu and tempeh and, and all the amazing things that a whole food plant-based or, and or vegan diet has to offer. So with that being said, if you are considering giving up seafood, reach out. Uh, let me let me walk you through it. Or, you know, tell me about your concerns about giving it up or or whatever it might be. Questions, comments, concerns, DM me in social media at MainlyPlants or email me, ryan at MainlyPlants.com or go to MainlyPlants.com and fill out the contact page. Um, you know, generally I get back to people within 24 hours unless it's the weekend, um, in which case I'll get back to you the following Monday. But uh, there's really nothing to be afraid of. It's just food, you know. It's like we we've we we're not dogs. Why do we reward ourselves with food? Food is here to to make us healthy. Yeah, we should enjoy it, but let's enjoy the stuff that actually keeps us healthy because that's its main purpose. So that being said, questions, comments, concerns, uh, get a hold of me one way or another. And until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>